I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Let's face it. Sex and intimacy has always been a hush-hush topic in India. Nobody really wants to talk about it. The adults don't wish to educate their children, and for some illogical reason, it is a taboo topic. Well, at least it used to be. India is the birthplace of Kama Sutra, and somehow an open conversation about sex is frowned upon. But the 21st century has definitely changed that. Let alone the century, but in just the last two years, when everyone was homebound due to the pandemic, a lot of things changed. Anyway, don't worry. I'm not here to give you a sex ed lesson. Although I am here to talk about the industry, the sex tech industry. Technological improvements have opened the door for emerging innovations. One such technological innovation is sex tech, which basically enhances human sexual experiences and makes people more aware. For example. My Muse is a Mumbai-based sex tech startup which sells bedroom essentials. The startup has managed to sell its product with witty marketing and clever wordplay. My Muse even claims using puns and subtle advertising has helped its products appear less overwhelming and has successfully attracted many first-time users. While sex tech has been an untapped market in India, now investors are counting on it. I couldn't find the latest numbers, but according to Economic Times, the market size in 2018 was worth 227.8 million dollars. For a conservative country like India, that's a big figure. Then there are sex-positive influencers such as Lisa Mangaldas, Dr. Tanya, and Seema Anand, who are encouraging people to talk more openly about sex, as one should. And according to a sexual wellness company, India's sexual wellness industry is a rapidly moving sector that grew at an average of 34.8% each year from 2014 to 2018. And it's not just the industry, but even the conversations around sex is changing in India, perhaps for the better. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. I am Farheen Khan, and here is the deep dive for April twenty first, twenty twenty two. After losing two hundred thousand subscribers, Netflix ain't chilling anymore. Yes, the first quarter report is out, and things don't look so good. For the first time in ten years. Netflix reported losing so many subscribers, but that's not all. The streaming service expects to lose an additional two million subscribers in the second quarter. In our newsletter, The Signal, we told you how Netflix's subscriber growth fell short of estimates. Last year in April, the company had hoped to regain its subscriber growth, but that turned out to be erroneous, which also resulted in a drop in stock price by more than ten percent. Now, as per several media reports, this time the shares dropped by 25%. But why is Netflix losing customers left and right? The company feels that the price change is to blame and that the company's growth has slowed as a result of password sharing. As an attempt to prevent account sharing in March, Netflix reportedly implemented two additional paid sharing options in three markets. Well, that didn't turn out as planned. Elon Musk, who by the way wants to buy out Twitter, as per the recent reports, said, and I quote, "The woke mind virus is making Netflix unwatchable." 
While that was his reaction to Netflix losing subscribers, many users have taken this opportunity to milk it for memes. On a side note, Netflix's current downfall is also being compared to Blockbuster. Okay, short story time. So, Blockbuster was there before we were all introduced to Netflix, Disney Plus Hotstar or Amazon Prime. In fact, Blockbuster was the most popular video rental service in the United States in the 1990s and early 2000s. But that didn't last for long. Where the video rental company went wrong is when it passed on an opportunity in the year 2000 to buy Netflix for $50 million. But that's not the only issue. In the early 2000s, the company started implementing major changes, which ultimately contributed to its downfall. Do we see something similar happening to Netflix? Only time will tell. And believe it or not, the company which was pretty much against the idea of advertisement model all this while has said it is now looking to launch a free ad-supported service like its competitors Disney and HBO. Is it hypocrisy or, as they say, desperate times call for desperate measures? As for the Indian market, as reported by a weekend publication, the intersection, the platform has roughly 5.5 million subscribers, compared to 19 million for Amazon Prime Video and 46 million for Disney Plus Hotstar. Netflix's language restriction is the source of the issue here. It is probably the only streaming platform that has the resources to broadcast local content in 191 countries. Despite this, it appears perplexed by India's linguistic diversity and has failed to lure the Indian audience. Another problem with Netflix is that the platform splurges big money just to see what's working for them, which is not the smartest thing to do. For example, in 2018, Netflix India wanted to make an original series of Bahubali before the beginning, the prequel to the popular Bahubali trilogy. However, as per NDTV's report, after over three years in the works, it has been shelved. That's a total loss of 150 crore rupees. Just like that. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.